Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a Monster Monday. We are presented, of course, by DraftKings. Do you know what a Monster Monday is? It's when, first of all, I'm very fired up for the Chiefs and the Eagles tonight. But I'll give you my kind of overarching themes from the Sunday that was in the NFL, as well as give you my takeaways the things you only really need to know about these games moving forward from every game that happened on Sunday, week 11 in the National Football League. It is a new week, which means we've got new winners coming up later on this week. Love, love, love those of you that find a creative way to spread the word about the show. I'm not even going to put anything in your head. Whatever creative way, I don't care if you take a video at Thanksgiving dinner, during the prayer, praying and thanking God for the Ross Tucker football podcast. That's actually a great idea. Now that I think about it, I don't care what you do, but something creative would be amazing. Uh, Speaking of amazing, those of you take advantage of our sponsors, that's huge. We need them, clearly. And then the YouTube shout-out, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Really cool for me to just record a quick video on my phone, email you, email it to you, and you have it. All you had to do was subscribe to youtube.com slash NFL and make any comment on any video because I see them all. The best thing to do is just be like, hey, Ross, I just want the shout-out video. I just want a video for my brother, my fantasy dudes, or whatever. Speaking of shout-outs, how about Matthew Wren? He is our latest patron, patreon.com. Slash RT Media. Congratulations, Matthew. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross, what were your overall themes from week 11 in the NFL? Got several, Jack. Um, One, I would say, is just the importance of the backup quarterback position. And this is probably one we can talk about all the time. But... I'm watching these games, and Dorian Thompson-Robinson comes in, Jack, and 
plays well enough for the Browns to win. The rookie from UCLA, I don't know that he was awesome, but good enough for the Browns to win a crucial, crucial game at home against the Steelers. Meanwhile, the Jets' backup was Zach Wilson, and he's not good enough. Not good enough to give the Jets a chance to win a lot of these games or to go to the playoffs. And his backup, Tim Boyle, who might start Friday, by the way. Robert Sala hasn't announced that yet. He's probably not good enough either. So the Jets, number two and number three quarterbacks, both pretty clearly probably, and I'll give Boyle a chance, not good enough. Cost themselves, really cost their teams, a chance to go to the playoffs. And then how about how about like the Seahawks? Drew Locke. Are you kidding me, Drew Locke? Are you kidding me, Drew Locke? I mean, if Drew Locke was just okay, the Seahawks easily win that game. But he came in, and as the expression goes, peed down his leg, and the Seahawks lost as a result. So, by the way, the Browns are signing Flacco. Smart. Really smart. Whether DTR is the guy for the rest of the year or not, you might want to have another option of a guy just in case, right? Very smart by the Browns, the other teams, the Jets. The Jets are getting what they deserve. I'd also say this. Really bad day yesterday, Jack, for coaches that needed wins. Ron Rivera losing at home to the Giants like that? He's probably done. Eberflus blowing a two-score lead with, like, what, four minutes left? Up by 12 against the Lions after the way Fields played? He's probably done. Brandon Staley? Herbert plays like that. And you lose. You give up the first 300-yard passing game ever to Jordan Love. You don't win a game against the Packers. Brandon Staley. Are you ready for this, Jack? He's probably done. You knew that was coming. Anyway, um, those are the big ones for me that that jumped out. Bad losses for the Steelers and Seahawks, obviously. Still some more ticky-tack penalties I'm not thrilled with. But that's the, the, those are the big themes that jumped away at me. The other big theme to me is you need to, you need to use Raycon earbuds. I love these things. I literally get them out of my backpack, my book bag, while I'm talking to you so that the people that watch on YouTube can see I had these things all weekend at West Point because when I'm working out studying the Coastal Carolina depth chart or the notes from the games and I'm at the Thayer Hotel in West Point working out, always have my blue Raycon earbuds in, 32-hour battery life. I like the perfect in-ear fit. I don't see why you need to have weird white things sticking out of your ears like Jack does right now. I I just don't get it. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site. With select products, up to 50% off. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash Tucker to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash Tucker to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker.
All right, Ross. First, no thoughts on the outfits that you even notice? <clears throat> no. It's the Paul Warfield jersey. Oh, nice, nice, <laughs> nice. But Jack, all I see, okay, is a mic right here and you from, like, the top of the mic up. I really just see your headshot. So okay. that could be anything below. Anything. Gotcha. <laughs> That's all you well, see of me, right? I see, like, your army shirt. I have a different it's it's a different we'll discuss later. I see like your torso up. Oh, okay, okay. I I do but, that for you. We'll be talking about Dallas. They continue their trend of just beating up on bad teams, destroying Carolina and my fantasy football season hopes, thirty three ten. Why your fantasy football season hopes? I played very good, but the team I played had the best week of any team that week, and they also had the Cowboys defense. Oh jeez. Well, good news for the Cowboys of Jimmy Johnson. Going into the Ring of Honor on December 30th, absolutely well-deserved for him. Um, it was actually a one-possession game, believe it or not, late in the third quarter. And then the Duran Bland pick six, his fourth of the year already. He wasn't even starting the first however many games till Trayvon Diggs got hurt. It's only, what, their 10th game of the year, and he has four pick sixes? This is nuts. Tony Pollard, I appreciated that touchdown run by him. I appreciated the ferocity with which he finished that run. Battle line for Carolina. Penalties for Carolina. Frank Reich's probably done, one and done. Micah Parsons had a big day, which is funny, by the way, because he was in and out of the lineup. He said he took some like energy powder before the game and like felt like his heart was going to explode. Anyway, when he was out there, he had a big game. Steelers-Browns game went exactly as everybody expected for a Steelers-Brown game. Cleveland wins 13-10. Yeah, which is why on the Even Money Betting Podcast, how could you not take the Steelers plus four? Now, in fairness, that was when we didn't know Watson was out for the year, so the spread went down after that. But still, I don't know that it would have made that much of a difference. I mean, you know in these situations... What's going to happen when you got the Steelers and the Browns involved? It's going to be a field goal game. Every Steelers game is the exact same game. Mark my words right now, Jack. Anytime the Pittsburgh Steelers are getting more than a field goal on the spread, I will be taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that's how they play. They got Fryermuth back. I said it earlier. I don't know that DTR was great for the Browns, but certainly good enough. Saw him make some plays with his legs. Certainly had a good couple good throws. The Steelers' offense. Now, look, I want to give a lot of credit to the Browns' defense, in particular, Miles Garrett. The Steelers' offense is such a tough watch. I mean, if it wasn't for the Jalen Warren 74-yard house call, frankly, if it wasn't for Jalen Warren, period, the Steelers, I think, offensively would be unwatchable and I'm starting to think they're in a little bit of a uh, a pickle with Pickett. Say that three times fast, Jack. <laughs> Detroit storms back late to improve the eight and two with a thirty-one twenty-six win over the Bears. No, I really wanted you to say. Oh, pickle, you actually pickle, do pickle, pickle, what? Pickett, pickle, Pickett, Pickett, and a pickle, Pickett, and a pickle, Pickett, and a pickle. Yeah, I guess it wasn't that hard. What an epic comeback by the Lions and a terrible, terrible loss for the Bears. They get Herbert back. They get Justin Fields back. That was one of the best games I've seen Justin Fields play. One of the best games I've seen Justin Fields play. 
and they still lose. Uh, Golf had three interceptions, several of them, by the way, of like the terrible variety, terrible interceptions. And the Lions were still down 12 with what, four minutes left? If you're the Bears, you you can't let Jamison Williams get behind you for a 36-yard touchdown. That's the one thing you can't do in that situation because it didn't take time off the clock. And then Aiden Hutchinson called game with an awesome strip sack, went in the end zone. The right tackle for the Bears kicked it, and then Hutchinson punted it. That place was going nuts. I mean, the roof was coming off that place. I love me some Lions right now. Love it. Los Angeles slips up on multiple opportunities late, losing to Green Bay on the road, 23-20. They also might have lost Joey Bosa for a while. He was uh, clearly emotional after a foot injury early in the game. For the Packers, they lost Aaron Jones. In fact, it felt like a lot of Packers went down in this game. But this, the Chargers can't lose this game. I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen a game, and I'm sure there are, but, you know, on Sundays I watch the red zone, so I'm not watching every snap of every one of these games. That would be impossible, right? I watch the red zone, then I read the recaps of each game. But every time the red zone went to the Chargers game, their receiver would drop it. Keenan Allen had a couple. Parham had a bad one. Quentin Johnston late. He's open by like five yards, Jack, for the game-winning touchdown with them down three, and he drops it. I legitimately feel bad for Justin Herbert. Legitimately. Like, there's just like a, 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 a culture there. It's like the Chargers are cursed. I, I really just don't get it. That's the fifth time this season, Jack, they've lost by three points or less. Fifth time. Meanwhile, for the, for the Packers, I thought it was really encouraging. I mean, not only... Did Jordan Love have his first ever 300-yard game, which was great? And the Packers' first 300-yard game in a while passing. But all the rookies. It's like Dontavian Wicks and Reed, Musgrave. Who's the other tight end? Tucker Kraft. I'll never forget his name. I mean, the Packers, these guys all look like players. And so this is kind of a lost year for them. But if those guys take big second-year leaps... That would be highly encouraging, highly encouraging for the the Packers. Just like it's highly encouraging to me that when the clock stops on this podcast or whenever the game clock stops tonight, that's time to order in with DoorDash. Or even if the pizza cravings hit at halftime, that's ordering time. Dreaming about tacos during a timeout, boom, they're on your doorstep. Wait, you want burgers, chips, dips, drinks, and wings instead? Even better. Order on DoorDash and get everything you want delivered without missing a minute of the game. And you know, Jack, you got to have something to wash it down. Um, I'll be washing uh, it down tonight with a couple of bat blue lights. With my friends, actually, watching Eagles Chiefs should be fun. Living life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer. Labatt, USA, Buffalo, New York. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. 
When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Houston continues their hot streak, beating Kyler and the Cardinals 21-16. Wow. I mean, this was a wow game in the sense that Stroud had three interceptions deep in Arizona territory. I mean, he had some good throws, too. The touchdown throw to Tank Dell was insane. But the combination of Stroud throwing three interceptions deep in Arizona territory and Kyler and the Cardinals being in Houston territory three times in the fourth quarter but they can't convert any of those fourth downs, Those that kind of variance does not happen very often, right? Like, you combine those two, you would think the Cardinals would have scored again. It's a bad loss for the Cardinals, and kudos to the Texans for finding a way to win. Kyler had that beautiful touchdown throw to Moore, an awesome touchdown run, but it was the stuff in between that wasn't good enough. And the really, I would say, encouraging thing moving forward, Jack, for the Texans is Devin Singletary. I mean, back-to-back games now where he's really playing like like the man for um he's playing like the man for the uh the Texans. Jacksonville takes out their frustrations on the Tennessee Titans 34-14. Yeah, I mean, the game was never really close, never really in doubt. Every time the red zone went to this game, Will Levis was under pressure or and under duress. Trevor Lawrence threw a couple of nice touchdown passes to Calvin Ridley. He ran for a couple as well. Really good bounce back game for Trevor Lawrence that that obviously he needed. Miami stops the Raiders in the closing seconds to improve seven to three, winning twenty thirteen. So Devin A. Chan was like the um Bart Simpson's grandpa going into the bar and leaving right away. <laughs> like Devin A. Chan walked in, walked back out, hurt the same knee. Not a pretty performance by the Dolphins with the turnovers, the missed field goals, etc. But Tyree Kill, this was basically Tyree Kill and the defense to some extent, willing them to a win. This is why you get star players, to be honest with you, because Tyree Kill and Jalen Ramsey with the two interceptions, they kind of carried the day. I, I was actually pretty impressed by the Raiders. I thought, sort of like Fezzik on the Even Money Betting podcast, I kind of thought that this game might slip away, that, that the Raiders might get rolled in this one. I thought it was a bad spot for them, but they were right there. They battled. They had every chance to win this one. Coldwater can't stop Cousin Tommy, who stuns the Commanders in Washington 31-19. You're pretty proud of that one, aren't you? It was solid. Why is cousin Tommy like his nickname? 
No, that's what you sorry. That's how you initially called him on the show. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh yeah, my cousin Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, the the Commanders traded both their DNs, and yet I think they still had like nine sacks of Tommy. Don't call me Danny Devito yesterday, and they still lost. They still lost. Devito, I thought actually looked really good. I mean. I'm kind of excited to watch him now the rest of the year if he can look that good. Probably not a great sign for Jack Del Rio and the commander's defense that they allowed DeVito to look that good. Just too many interceptions, too many turnovers for the commanders to have a chance to win. Multiple ejections. I think it was Flott and Curtis Samuel after they went after Sam Howell. That was a little bit tough because they they thought the play was still going. I, I get it. I still love Sam Howell. Too many interceptions, but still love watching him play. 49ers dominate through the air, beating the Bucks 27-14. Brock Purdy, perfect quarterback rating. So last week was his best quarterback rating ever. And then he comes back this week and has an even better one. A perfect quarterback rating. So this guy coming off the bye has bounced back in a major, major way. And I give him a ton of credit for that. ton of credit for that. First perfect rating for the Niners quarterback since 1989. And I think in 89, both Joe Montana and Steve Young did it. The The bad news for the Niners, and it's not good, is uh, Talanoa Hufunga appears to have torn his ACL. That's a big loss. And I will say this. They drafted Tig Brown, uh, Jair Brown from Penn State. He can play. And he made a, he had an interception yesterday. I think he'll be pretty good for you guys, Niners fans. The Bucks inside the Niners' 15-yard line twice in the fourth quarter, trailing by 13 and failed to score. Between that, Jack, and the Arizona Cardinals, both of whom I had with the points on the Even Money podcast, it was a very, very, very frustrating afternoon although it still looks like going to end up having a really good week on that show. Buffalo's offense thrives under Joe Brady, while Zach Wilson's future starting quarterback looks very uncertain following a 32-6 loss. Yeah, I think he's done. I think he's done. I, I would imagine that they would go with Tim Boyle in the next game, maybe have Simeon ready, but I, I think they've kind of seen enough of Zach Wilson. I know Jets fans have seen enough of Zach Wilson. Heck, I know I have seen enough of Zach Wilson. They got another standalone game on Friday. A Black Friday game, the only game on against the Jet against the uh, Dolphins. The Bills offense really got it going in the second half. I mean that that Shakir touchdown was an incredible throw by Allen and then Shakir getting some good blocks downfield. This game was really set on the opening kickoff. Reggie Gilliam killed Xavier Gibson on the opening kickoff, caused a fumble and it was kind of all downhill from there for the Jets. I will say this. I feel kind of like I feel bad for Herbert. I feel bad, and, re- and I have so much respect for the Jets' D because they just keep playing even though they have no chance to win the game because they're offense. The Rams, they take a one-point lead late in the fourth quarter, and they don't look back, leading to a 17-6 win. Yeah, I mean, the Seahawks were leading by two scores most of the game and needed to win. And then Matthew Stafford 
In fact, I'm going to make them my fourth quarter team of the week, Jack. In football, the fourth quarter is where games are won. And in business, it's where many deals are closed. That's why this week's fourth quarter pick is brought to you by HubSpot Sales Hub. Let those dudes help you finish strong in the fourth quarter like the Rams did. Matthew Stafford, even after he got banged up, comes back in, back-to-back scoring drives in the fourth quarter, featuring Puka Nakua. Meanwhile, Drew Locke was terrible and cost the Seahawks the game. So kudos to Matthew Stafford and the Rams, but Drew Locke playing the way he did is as much of a factor in them coming back as anything. I will say this, though. Geno came back in on that last drive and found a way to to gutsy move them into field goal range, but then Myers sliced it right. Didn't like the decision to just hand it off there. Probably would have tried to get a little bit closer, although I think they probably thought the run was going to get a little bit closer. And uh, not good for Seattle that Kenneth Walker left the game with an oblique injury. Denver commands a drive in the final minutes to take the lead, and they win, moving back to 500 after starting the season 1-5. and five. Unreal. Kudos to Sean Payton, Russell Wilson. That's a big-time comeback by those guys to get back to this position. You know, I mean, I probably could have made the Broncos my hub spot fourth quarter of the team with that game-winning touchdown drive and the pass from Russell Wilson to Cortland Sutton. The Broncos kept settling for field goals really the whole game until that awesome pass from Russell Wilson to Cortland Sutton who has been dynamic as of late. So the Broncos, you said it four straight now, while ending the Vikings. The Vikings had won, what, five in a row? So, yeah, yeah, they won five in a row. Um, Dobbs had several fumbles, but the only one he lost was the one on that weird play early in the game where the Vikings, boy, that play, they didn't think that one through. They have Hawkinson go under center fake the quarterback sneak and pitch it to Dobbs. Now, I know Dobbs is a good runner, but he's not a running back. And he got, did you see that hit by Kareem Jackson, our guy Kareem Jackson, Jack? Yeah. I mean, I I like the I like the ferocity with which Kareem Jackson plays the game. He has to have better technique. He ducks his head. He's going to hurt his neck. He hits people with the crown of his helmet. He leads with his helmet. And he's going to be suspended again. And probably for a long time. Um, Dobbs did have an interception. But otherwise, I thought he very much gave the Vikings a chance to win the game. I mean, both of his touchdowns, he's just fun. He's just exciting to watch. I mean, both of his touchdowns were pretty cool. The run, the pass. Anyway. Big game tonight. Power rankings and breaking down tonight's game on tomorrow's Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft. All on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out to MyFrontPageStory.com. I'm telling you guys right now, you could be the automatic sponsor confirmation winner. Get order for a loved one, myfrontpagestory.com. Great chance you're the automatic. Spread the word via social, I'm sorry, sponsor confirmation winner.
Backofficeschedule.com, go-bangles.com, steakhousesports.com, humanheadnyc.com, sportaculture, and pizza boy brewing.